just as a bit of a treat, Peter, I get to do health and wellbeing again. Yeah, well, lovely to see you two weeks in a row. I know. It's a bit special and uh, it's almost like you've tailor-made this one for me. We're talking about a food group uh, that is just in everything and it's so hard for so many people to resist. Resist. Well, interestingly, it's probably if you can cut this out of your diet or seriously reduce it, it's probably one of the quickest ways to actually dramatically start to improve your health. So we're talking about the white cocaine of the food industry. Sugar. Sugar. I just love me, that sugar. (laughs) Okay, we'll talk more about that shortly. A big one today, and it's sugar. Yeah, sugar, it's it's everywhere. We were just saying in the break, it's in all the foods, all the processed foods that we eat will have sugar in them. Mm, So we're going to have a look at a starting point because a lot of people like me, we almost turn our back to it because we think, well, it's too hard. It's too it's yeah, everywhere. Yeah, no, it is. It's crazy. When you look at how much sugar we actually all consume, I think a lot of people will be surprised. So we might mm. start with that. But we'll talk a bit today as well about how addictive sugar actually is. What, what it, when we have sugar, what actually happens in our brain? Absolutely. Because that's why we get so hooked into it. I'll bring my child to you, Max. Give him some <laughs> sugar and you watch him yeah, immediately yeah. A after. Lot of mums, a lot of mums say oh, that. It's not good. Sugar seems to be everywhere, and Peter, for some reason, it tastes better than anything else as well. So you know that's a problem. Well, look one of the one of the interesting things about sugar because it is it, it's everywhere, as you said, and I think the food companies that make these products know that sugar is addictive. And what they've actually found happens is when you have sugar, it actually triggers the release of dopamine in your brain, which is your reward center. So you know when you have. Um, a piece of chocolate or a, a can of soft drink and you sort of think, oh, that's hit the spot. Yeah. These companies call that the sweet spot. Yes. So companies like some of the soft drink companies, they survey th- hundreds of thousands of people to find the exact amount of sweetness that when you take that first sip, it actually floods your brain with these chemicals that make you feel amazing. Wow. So there so is a chemical reaction happening brain, when we eat sugar. Literally, it's like firecrackers going off in your firecrackers going off in your brain and um, it, and it's um and then it becomes a reward as well like you know a lot of people go okay i've been really good for an hour i'm going to reward myself and we look for that that sweet fix yeah absolutely so and so a lot of people you know when we even the language we use as well um a lot of people talk about i love chocolate or i love soft drink when you use words like that, it's because those foods literally elicit that chemical response in your brain. Mm. So you know how they did this um, 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 study with um, people that were overweight and then people with, that were lean, and they actually showed them pictures of junk food. You know, you hear some people, because sugar, obviously, one of the big issues with it is weight gain over a period of time. Yes. And they did this study where they had people that were overweight and people that were normal weight, and they showed them pictures of junk food, okay, of sweets. And literally just seeing the pictures of, particularly the people that were obese, seeing the pictures of that food caused that brain chemical response. Yeah, yep. So for some people, they really get very addicted to the whole, um, how much better you feel when you have those foods. So that's yes. why it's such a tricky food to, to cut out of your diet. It, it is, and we tie it into everything. So... Let's simplify it. So what is sugar? Well, sugar is, in its simpler form, simplest form, it's glucose. Mm. So white sugar, sucrose, is two glucose molecules joined together. Um, 
the problem with sugar is that it is everywhere. Like sugar, um, our body's always going to burn sugar first. But it's been suggested that the maximum amount of sugar that we have in our bloodstream at any one time shouldn't exceed half a teaspoon. Oh. So we eat, when we eat Jeez. carbs, yeah, when we eat carbs, so these carbs can be, you know, vegetables, salad, fruit, contain carbohydrates. Like lettuce, surprisingly, is a carbohydrate. But really? the amount of sugar you get from lettuce is very minimal. Okay. So that's why, you know, on any weight loss diet, you know, they say you can eat as much lettuce as what you want. And we go, oh, woo, thanks. <laughs> Stoked. Well, that, whereas the sweet tasting, you know, root vegetables and thing, they say to limit that because yeah. obviously there's a higher sugar content. Your sweet potatoes, carrots. Yep. Potatoes. Yep. So they're the ideal carbs for us to be eating a, a vegetable salad and, you know, two to three pieces of fruit a day. The carbs next on the list that we want to try and limit or have maybe once a day would be your breads, cereals, grains, pasta, rice. So if you think about it, white rice is just starch, Mm. and starch is made up of glucose molecules all joined together. So white rice is really that bad for you, White rice is really the same as having a couple of tablespoons of sugar. Really? Yeah, it's released more slowly, and brown rice will release that starch more slowly, but all of the cereals and grains that you know we've evolved to cultivate over the years, the reason that we could move into towns and cities and was because we had access to these food products that in their natural state, like we can't eat or digest wheat in the wild. No. You know, we have to mill it. We have to cook it under extreme temperatures, <clears throat> mix it with other chemicals to make it rise, etc., to be able to get the starch out of it that we need. And the benefit of eating those products is really it's all about the carbohydrate, giving people cheap energy sources yeah. that you know we can mass produce and we can store and so we can it's bake. It's easy, it. isn't it? It's easy. It, it became the filler, you know, for whole generations of people living in towns and villages where their energy sources, because we know we need glucose to burn for fuel. Like in the body, we glucose is one of our primary fuel sources, so we know we need glucose, but um, so as soon as we, you know, had the agricultural age and could grow all these products, then then these cereals and grains became a big part of our diet, and we started to have problems with more and more people having too much sugar because all of those flour products, even a slice of bread, is the equivalent has the equivalent effect of a couple of tablespoons of sugar on your blood sugar yeah. levels. So we're wanting to limit those. Obviously, we want you know if if we are having um, a meal that does have rice, you only want to have a little bit of rice smaller and a lot rice. more of the vegetables yeah. and protein. Yeah, that's what we say. Smaller with the with the starchy carbs, more with the um, the meat and the veggies for sure. But Peter, th- there's so much hidden sugar as well. We we did a challenge where we had to cut sugar out for an entire week, and it so we had to check the contents and yeah. even to the point where we couldn't have honey. Uh, and it's it's really hard. But there are some good sugars. Obviously, fruit has sugars. So what's the difference between eating an apple and, you know, some Allen's lollies? <laughs> Obviously. Well, that's a good question. <laughs> you know, in terms of sugar. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, we do need some sugar in our diet. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of having some carbs in our diet um, because it is our, you know, easy to use fuel source. Well, we um, need it. We need it. We need the sugar to burn for fuel. But um, the problem is, like, and this was from the World Health Organization, the average child, the average adult may eat the equivalent, not um, total white sugar, but the equivalence of 40 teaspoons of sugar a day. That's 
a lot. And the average child eating these processed foods, which might be, you know, like we were saying, a packet of rice crackers, which we think, oh, they're good. They don't have any additives or preservatives. But again, rice will break down to sugar. So the average child, it's been estimated, may be eating 60 teaspoons equivalent a day wow. of sugar. Wow. And the problem with sugar with our kids, and this is a really big issue, is that our kids are becoming obese because when they're younger, when they're little, their muscle tissue, their muscles don't have the insulin receptors that we develop as we get older. So as we get older, us adults, we can cope with sugar more easily. But young kids, particularly if they're not really active, not exercising, sugar to them, they don't process it as well. It's going to convert to fat much easier. Yeah. So they don't have the muscle mass, they don't have the metabolism, they don't have the insulin receptors. So a kid eating a high-sugar diet is going to become obese much quicker. And the problem is that if our kids become obese when they're younger, they're going to have weight issues for the rest of their lives. So we really need to understand. We need to get on top of it. We need to get on top of it, and we need to probably start putting taxes on sugar products and stuff like that so people really – because it, it, diabetes is, is what everybody associates with too much sugar, and it's a pandemic. Yes. Let yep. alone all the health issues, which we'll go into the next and section. And behavioural issues as well for kids that are eating a lot of sugar, you know? Absolutely. Health and well-being, and something that's not easy is avoiding sugar, but it can be so detrimental if we're eating too much of it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's the problem is that we, it's so easy to have it. It's, it's cheap. It um, tastes good. It chemically makes us feel better straight away. Mm. And that's why, you know, if you've ever had that experience or maybe you've got a friend who's like this, that if they start eating chocolate, you know, you can keep eating chocolate until you almost physically can't fit any more in. Oh, absolutely. Because That's every, me. Because, <laughs> I was giving you the out then. No, saying it was no, that a friend is 100% or a friend of a friend. Me. It's me too if I, I eat it. You eat it almost to the point where you're going to be sick. Feel sick, yeah. But it's because every time you have it, you're firing off those brain, that brain chemistry that makes you feel good. So that's that's basically what addiction is. Yeah. You know, where we yep. get so hooked into things. Yes. Now, the good news is, though, just while we're talking about that, you were saying before that when you've cut out sugar, how many days does it take you to feel like you don't need it? Oh, it's only a couple of days. I was, uh, it's amazing. One thing I decided to do was after dinner, that's it. I cleaned my teeth and, and no more because that was my time where I'd sit and have something naughty, you know, chocolate or lollies or whatever I can find from yeah. the kid's jar. Um and the first couple of nights I thought, oh, this is so hard. But that's all it took. And now I don't, I honestly don't look for it usually. Yeah, It's, it's more, a lot easier. It's amazing. And that's the way, if, you, if you're serious about seeing what you feel, how much better you can feel cutting out sugar, it only takes a few days off. You do have to go cold turkey yep. because like any addiction, even having a little bit will keep you back in the loop pretty quick but that obviously doesn't include the obviously sugars we're getting elsewhere we're just talking about that really refined yeah, sugar yeah, that you, you know like the obvious sugars your chocolates your lollies etc yeah yeah okay and also too like you know talking about kids before like kids can be very reactive to sugar oh, behaviorally yeah. and um part of the reason is because they have quite small bodies so if a small child has a can of soft drink or a even a Freddo frog, like an adult Freddo frog, yeah. it's way too much sugar for their little system. So you might see that in their behavior. Yeah. But one thing that we talk with patients about a lot with as, as naturopaths, whether they're coming in for anxiety, weight loss, um, sleep problems, like a lot of sleep disturbance can be because blood sugar levels are Spiking. up and down too much during the day. So a really big tip is to try and eat to keep your blood sugars more balanced. 
and that can be by including a carb, a fat, and a protein at each meal. Okay. Which releases the sugar much more slowly. But say, for instance, if if kids have like um, a sugary breakfast cereal for breakfast, and milk's kind of half sugar, half protein. Yeah. Their sugar levels will go up. Yes. And then mid-morning their sugar levels will come down and they'll be looking for something sweet again. So their behavior and concentration will go like that. But even as an adult as well, um, if you, you know yourself, if you have eggs for breakfast or something with a bit of protein. Yeah. You often feel full till lunchtime. Absolutely. But sometimes if you have something else, if you have toast and something, by mid-morning you can be hungry again. Yeah. So we yeah. want to eat to try and balance those blood sugars for better energy and um, concentration and focus. And you absolutely can see it with, with kids. If you give them an egg um, and maybe a piece of toast for breakfast, they do seem more calm, like a bowl of cereal or granola or something. They are. They're looking for food again before school. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's, yeah, we want to want to eat to try and manage those sugar levels. Okay. Um, when we come back – oh, we've got a caller. Sorry. Let's go to the phones. Okay, we've got David in Cessnock. Uh, hello, David. Welcome to the show. Have you got a question for Peter? Yeah, how you going there, Sarah? Yeah, well, thank you. You've got a question about a gastric sleeve op. Uh, yeah, I, I just wanted to talk. I heard Peter talking about white death, the sugar. Yes. Hi, David. Um, how you going, Pete? Good, mate. Um, mate, I had the gastric sleeve done and I've lost nearly 70 kilos. Oh, well done. Fantastic. And um, you can't, I've reversed type 2 diabetes by losing that weight. Fantastic. And, it, it's white death, mate. I'm telling you. Yeah, no, that's awesome, mate. Like that's a that's a, a massive thing to be able to do that. So well done. So, David, you used to obviously crave the sugar. You were looking for the foods we've been talking about. I had sugar on everything. If I had if I grilled bacon, I had sugar on it to caramelise the bacon. <laughs> I might have to try that. I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. Yeah, we don't we don't want dietary we don't want recipe ideas, Sarah. Wow. Okay. And now you don't look for it anymore. I don't have it at all, fair enough. That's a yeah, well, well done. done. Yeah, well done. Well done. That is very cool, isn't it? Yeah. So it's, it's a, achievable. We've just got to work at it, Peter. Yeah, absolutely. And and I have heard of people with type 2 diabetes, particularly in the early stages where they're maybe just dietary controlled, that they can actually reverse it or that prevent awesome. it from going further by making some you know, sensible dietary dietary changes. Well, look, let's have a break. When we come back, um, can we talk about some alternatives? Yeah, absolutely. Because that's what absolutely. we really need to know is what yeah. can we replace it with? Yeah. Well, look, the the first tip, I guess, with um, looking at, like, I really believe like, like that, as I was saying early in the show, that if you really want to make dramatic improvements in your health, one of the most dramatic ways you can do that is actually become a sugar a sugar detective. You know, where everything you're eating, you're thinking about, okay, where's the carbohydrate in this? How much sugar is that going to be contributing? So, you know, reading the back of packets. If you we were talking about yogurt, there's a coconut yogurt I like that's quite low in low in carb. Um, so you're just looking at to, to become a sugar detective. You're looking at your packages and stuff like that. But ideally, initially, trying to avoid or refine sugar. One of the... Um, so and there's lots of different options, you know. Rather than white sugar, you can go with raw sugar or so that is better. Um, Rapadura sugar. Okay. They have they have a bit more nutrition, a bit more of the vitamins and the minerals you need to metabolize that sugar. Okay. But I'm a bit of a fan, and this is what you're maybe not going to like. Yeah, there are some safer sugar alternatives, but I really believe that if you have something, even if it's xylitol or stevia, which is a natural yes. sweetener that a lot of people use. I'm still a bit of the opinion that if it tastes sweet, that your brain and your body still 
may be looking it still might be looping into that whole addiction thing, I think. Yeah, I was going to ask you about sweeteners because a lot of people say, no, that's worse, you know, like your yeah. diet, Cokes, et cetera. Yeah, well, definitely those real artificial sweeteners are terrible. Like, Are they? Some of them, you know, have been linked to conditions or symptoms similar to lupus and autoimmune conditions. So oh. definitely my opinion is you want to steer clear of anything that's got an artificial sweetener. Okay. But then even... Even some of the things like stevia, um, monk fruit is another one you can use. It's an alcohol, a sugar alcohol that doesn't contribute any calories or carbs. But I'm still a bit of the opinion that if it tastes sweet, I think your brain and your body's still going to yeah. react as if it is a sweet, a sugar. So I think we've got to try and retrain ourselves to get away from so those strong. So we've got to wean ourselves off it, really. Wean off. And maybe use, like we, Dana will often make some like nut balls and we'll use dates in the nut balls, which yeah. still is sugar, but... We're controlling more the amount of sugar and the amount of sweetness, so we try and keep our sugars to fresh fruit. Yep. Maybe some nut balls, which have some dried um, dates or figs. But again, even Do you those. Do cacao in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So if you've got, if you, if with the nut ball, they're good because you've got the the fats. Yeah. Which is in the coconut oil and in the nuts. You've got the protein, which is in your nuts, and then you've got the sweetness with the dates, and you can modify the amount of dates you have and have more. More nuts, so you can always look into try and reduce the sweetness of the food, so that when you would do eat something that's even a little bit or normally sweet, it tastes actually too sweet for you. Yes. So you want to try and wean yourself off that sweet taste as much as you can. So just starting with little steps, and it might be little just cu- cutting cutting desserts. Just go right. I'm not doing it anymore. No and desserts just during the week. Looking for those healthier options because yeah, I, I know those bliss balls are are good when you do want a, a sweet treat. Yeah, and you can keep them in the freezer and probably for. Um, parents out there with kids the best thing you can do with your kids the quickest and easiest thing is don't have soft drinks anymore in the yeah, house terrible only you know a can of lemonade for someone's birthday and don't have fruit juice commercial fruit yeah. juice is just sugar and water as well so if you can encourage your kids just that we're going to switch over we'll get a water filter and we're just going to focus on drinking water yep straight away for a lot of the families that's a lot less sugar when you in say fruit juice, diets. that's apple juice or like all of the juice. Any ju- of those commercial yeah. juices, it, yeah. because you're getting so much fruit for, you know, you're getting the, the, all the sugar from that fruit without necessarily. The goodness. Yeah. Let's quickly go to the phones. We've got uh, Greg in Musselbrook. Greg, you've got a comment or a question about sugar intake? Yeah, sugar intake. Uh, I don't know if it's killer yet, but um, when I was younger, my older brothers and sisters went to school. And they had a fundraiser where Peanut Brittle come home. Yes. And I just uh, really fell in love with it. It got addicted. And, yeah, the, the teeth the teeth finally fell out after eight and nine. And I wondered why. And so I, was eating, I thought I was always eating healthy and drinking my milk. Yeah. Wow. I had cream milk when I was a baby and growing up and everything else because I liked dairies. And then, um, yeah, but my teeth still fell out. Yeah, know? okay. So definitely, I had that much sugar when I was younger because my brothers and sisters brought home brittle peanut, peanut sorry, brittle, and you didn't realise at the time. Isn't that yeah. you know something as simple as that? At least there is a lot more information out now, though, yeah, that definitely. we can source, which is a good thing. Well, Peter, it's a huge topic. We could probably talk about it all day, but um, I think that that's our time. So. Thank you. Good yeah, my chat pleasure. Today. My pleasure. And it is. We'll, we'll talk more about sugar because it is. It's if you want to have better health, reducing your sugar. You know, even halving your sugar, is will make a massive difference. Um, you know, even as Greg was saying, like, 
it causes problems in so many areas, even anxiety and mood. Absolutely. You're much better when you can cut that sugar out or down. So everything improves. All health conditions improve with reducing sugar. So it's a good place to start for sure. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.